It is uh, such a joy to be with you here tonight. Uh, myself and the rest of the teaching ministry are so excited for us to head into this series. But before we get started, uh, I actually have one more additional announcement uh, that I get to share tonight. Uh, and we're going to start with a scripture to announce that. Thus, the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. And so this concept of, of resting appears many times in the Old Testament, and we see God kicking off and modeling it here, uh, right in the second chapter of Genesis. Uh, but then in Exodus 16.23, it's actually commanded to the people that they take a, a Sabbath rest. And, you know, we recognize that we are not bound to the same restrictions as the, the Israelite people, but we also recognize the value of, of things that they did and things that God instructed them to do and the ways that they shaped their lives around uh, various concepts and principles. And historically, in, in much of the, the Western and Eastern world, uh, within both the church and education setting, and oftentimes the education setting was farther, much more linked with uh, Christianity in the active area, uh, it is regular that clergy, ministry staff, uh, and, and academics were given somewhat regular sabbatical periods uh, to rest, recover, uh, re-educate, give renewal in their field, all these different things. Uh, and this is really important because this is something that that historically uh, the the churches uh, that kind of legacy made up the ICOC have have leaned away from. But the the reality that pastoral burnout exists and is painful and can happen is is truly there. And Barna, one of the groups that does a lot of of different um, surveys and research when it comes to pastoral staff. Uh, they have seen in the last couple of years a massive uh, rise in what they would call burnout. Uh, we see here the statistic where in January 2021, within the last year, 29% of ministry staff had considered leaving the ministry. And in March 2022, 42% of ministry staff had at some point considered leaving the ministry. And while we don't, we don't think our numbers are as rough as those there, we absolutely recognize the emotional, spiritual, physical burden that our ministry staff takes to serve and care for the church. Uh, and having worked for the church administratively for these last couple of years and, and getting to witness them in action and to see all the various needs that they take on with, with such gusto and care, and even as Paul describes his kind of daily burning for the church, um, we within the New York City Church of Christ are thrilled to be able to roll out a sabbatical program for all of our ministry staff. Now, if you've been, been around for a while, the word sabbatical might also come with these negative connotations that like, oh, maybe someone's like right on the last leg before getting fired. And that is absolutely not what this is. Uh, instead, the, the church put together a committee of myself as an administrator, uh, a couple of our elders, as well as one of our senior women's ministry leaders, 
uh, to spend some time discussing various policies as enacted by other churches, uh, the biblical precedent for such a concept, as well as the need uh, to really try to figure out and investigate and then propose what we could do within the church here. And that policy that we proposed was then reviewed by our senior ministry leadership team, uh, our entire eldership, and then was enacted by our board of trustees late last year. And so I want to tell you a little bit about that program and then have kind of one more small announcement as it relates to it. So the sabbatical leave that, that has been enacted by the church here, it's, it's given to ministry staff with the intent to foster rest and refreshment. It is given after 10 years of ministry experience or 10 years from the end of the minister's last taken sabbatical. Uh, so essentially every decade, our ministry staff accrue an additional sabbatical that they can take. Uh, and then also we just uh, require that the minister must have at least three years of service measured from his or her higher date with the church here, right? So if someone moves in, even if maybe they would be do a sabbatical somewhere else, uh, we ask that they, they work here for a couple of years and then are able to go on in. It is, it is very important to note that there are zero expectations that the ministry staff that go out on these sabbaticals uh, produce anything. We're not asking for logs of how they spend their time. We're not asking for, for any, any concept of like, oh, well, what did you learn? Uh, but that instead they, they can go in peace and have this three month long period uh, to just spend time with God, uh, to, to enjoy their marriage, uh, to be able to rest after 10 years of unyielding service uh, to God's work here in the church, and for some of our staff, even far longer. Uh, when, we, when we enacted this policy, we started off with those that had the longest uh, experience and the most time with the church. And there's people that, you know, have been been working 35, 38, 39 years for the church uh, without any sort of kind of extended break. And so we're so, so thrilled that already uh, a couple of our staff have been able to go. And, you know, as I said before, uh, there is a guarantee of employment when they return. This is not some sort of like uh, probation period or anything like that. And even though, again, there could exist some negative connotations based on practices in the past. That is not what this is. So with all that said, we are absolutely thrilled that our dear Phil and Leslie Garrison are going to go out on sabbatical from August 1st to November 1st. Uh, and then in the Northwest, the core group has already discussed, we have plans uh, on how we're going to kind of help shoulder the load. Hannah and I will be stepping into some more responsibilities here locally to be able to, to help give them that time of rest and refreshment. And then after they get back, a couple of weeks later, the Murdochs are going to go off for that three-month period as well. And more plans are going to be announced about how some of the responsibilities in the Northeast will be handled. Uh, but again, we're, we're so thrilled that two of our couples uh, that across the board in the New York church have, have had the longest tenure with the church here are going to be able to enjoy this time away. Um, you know, we'll, if you have any questions, you can feel free to email me about this. It's Ritter at nyccoc.net, R-I-T-T-E-R at nyccoc.net. Uh, but we just ask that, that truly you respect the boundaries of that, hey, this is the period uh, to not call, not try to just say like, hey, can I get in one quick uh, ministry question, uh, but that instead you direct it to the eldership we have here, uh, the rest of the ministry staff that we have in New Jersey, 
Um, or you, you know what I mean? If it's some administrative question, you can call me directly uh, that, that we give them that break and that peace that they can truly, again, spend time with God and be refreshed. So amen.